Good morning, everybody. Hey, I hope you're doing well today. It is Thursday, August 12th. Jobs, unemployment numbers come out today for first-time unemployment. And, of course, it's earnings season. We have a lot to talk about as earnings start to really pour in. Before we get on the phone with Dave, though, let me just remind you that there is only one thing that any of us can control within our portfolios, and that's how much risk you have. If you don't know what that risk number is within your portfolio, and you are getting five years out from retirement or you're already retired, folks, that can be problematic. Let's find out exactly where you stand when it comes to risk. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 for our financial x-ray. Again, 863-382-0037 to schedule your financial x-ray. Hey, Dave's coming up next. Looking forward to our conversation today. Well, I'm just giving you fair warning. She's dancing, so you can look away if you want. It's 8.41 now, 19 before 9. Time to check in on money and what's going on with your IRA and 401k, and what's the government doing to it now? Let's uh, head down and see what's going on through the eyes of Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today. It's hard to believe that we're almost done with the second week of August, doesn't it? Oh, good Lord, that's hard to imagine. Yeah, we're up to the uh, up to the uh, Friday the 13th tomorrow. One of my advertisers had to remind me of that earlier today. And, uh, <laughs> well, that means we're getting into the usual Thursday information. Uh, before we get to the, uh, go the government data dump, i got to quote this because it kind of affected yesterday. Bank of America Global Research yesterday quoted as saying, this month revealed significant cooling in transitory inflation. They cited used car prices, which only went up two-tenths of a percent. Airline fares actually fell. Categories impacted by reopening and cooled-off influences on inflation, and that was enough to get us to a couple new record closes yesterday. Then we come up with the wholesale inflation today, and all of a sudden that person at Bank of America sounds like he must have been smoking something, right? Yeah. Can you say, get it really wrong, wrong, wrong? They got it wrong. I'm telling you. Well, talk about bad timing. Yesterday, the consumer price index was a bit of a pleasant surprise, but then we come up with the producer price inflation this morning, which kind of precurses what we're going to see in the stores later on, since this is the manufacturers. They were expecting six-tenths of a month increase, six-tenths of a percent increase month to month. We got a full one percent increase in the producer price index, and uh, I wasn't looking for that to happen, were you? No, I really wasn't, not, especially after yesterday's numbers, basically. So, yeah, that's um, that's not good news for you and I and the consumer out there because that, like you said, that means that what uh, the manufacturers are having to buy is costing them more money, which you know what that means, Dave. We're going to be paying more money down the road. Um, and, and it's not just a small difference. I mean, four-tenths of a percent, I mean, that's a pretty big number. It basically is the same as it was in June as far as a 1% increase. So, that's uh, that's not uh, not good news. We'll see how the uh, the markets digest that this morning. Uh, yeah, I was looking at the year over year number that translates to that translates to a seven point eight percent annualized growth in prices. These are the people that make the junk we buy in the stores. So if it costs them more to make the junk when we buy the junk, our consumer prices are going to be going up accordingly. Absolutely, because, you know, it's not just going to go up by what they pay. They're going to mark it up because they got to make a profit. So 
um, that'll just exasperate the, uh, the the CPI. Absolutely. So it's, it's definitely not good news. And as I was giggling about it, Bank of America putting out that thing saying, hey, inflation, no problem. Then we get this this morning. Somebody in the uh, PR office at Bank of America is probably going to call in sick this morning, I suspect, uh, wouldn't they you? Got, they, they got their work cut out for them today. <laughs> in, in the public relations world, it's called tactful backpedaling. Uh, we also got the first-time unemployment claims out because, well, it's Thursday, and that measure was pretty much on target. 375,000 claims expected, 375,000 claims got and the uh, continuing claims right on target with what we were expecting, a little bit lower than what uh, my report said, but still right in the same neighborhood. So at the very least, the employment front is doing what we expect, although not as fast as we wish. Oh, that's true, but I think that's um, that's good. I mean, I think we this is the second week, I think, that we've been down below the 400,000. Um, so that's good news, And but we did see, uh, earlier this week that there's more job openings so um that becomes a, an issue we got less people uh filing for first-time claims we got more jobs available you know dave sometimes it just doesn't add up i uh, know the math doesn't make a lot of sense on balance if we were working in a normally functioning economy it would kind of hit the uh, the laissez-faire economist in me as a good thing because if there are more jobs out there then there are people willing to fill them. That means the uh, price is going to get bid up in order to get people to go back to work. And then you can kind of shrug your shoulders and say, well, that's what's supposed to happen. We don't need the legislative minimum wage when employers have to compete for people to uh, hire. But they just aren't going back to work. Yeah, exactly. They're just not going back to work. And that's, uh, that's a problem that uh, everybody's facing right now. Yeah, the weirdest economy I think I've ever seen. So we start out with a mixed bag. I uh, should mention, I said the markets responded very healthily. The Dow was up 220 points to another record yesterday. Standard & Poor's was up by just under 11, another record yesterday. NASDAQ responding to the bond yields and the threats of interest rates uh, down by a little bit, down by about 22 yesterday. Not catastrophic, but they were the exception that proved the rule. Uh, and everybody was happy. So we'll see what goes on today out of the producer prices. Anything going on on the earnings season reports that might buoy things up a bit? I know one of the big names, and I've always called it the dinosaur of e-commerce report, and how'd eBay do? Yeah, you know, eBay did come out. They beat by $0.04 cents a share, came in at $0.99. Cents. However, they did report a decline in activity from buyers. And, uh, and it came in forecasting lower than expected revenue for the current quarter. Um, overall, they see their trend softening for e-commerce, which I find that interesting um, because I, I haven't heard Amazon say that e-commerce is softening at all. But uh, so, the, yeah, so they're trading down today one and a half percent. Yeah, that's one of the ones that's kind of a bellwether. It's interesting if you watch. Every time we talk about eBay, I refer to it as the dinosaur of the e-commerce industry. But they were one of the first websites to figure out how to actually make money off of the Internet. And they keep reinventing themselves over and over again. They're almost an online store more than an auction these days. Uh, that, that's true. That, that is true. They're not really the auction that they used to be for, for the most part. Um, so then we got a couple other things coming out. We have Bumble. Uh, the dating service came out. They lost six cents a share for the last quarter. Um, that was a big miss for them because they were actually expect, expected to make a penny a share. Um, revenue, though, top forecast, uh, 
and their paying user number jumped by 20% from a year ago. Hmm. Um, yep, and they issued some upbeat current quarter revenue guidance. So those things are helping Bumble today up 1.3%. Uh, they're, they're way off of their 52-week high. They're, right now, they're about $48.30 a share. That name has always confused me. It's not a particularly attractive name for a dating site, but it's interesting <laughs> to know they're doing okay. We uh, met, on, met on Bumble. Yeah, that doesn't – eHarmony sounds better, doesn't it, than, than Bumble? Uh, but, a uh, ton better. Other <laughs> indications out there. So we had CyberArk Software. You know, they're the cybersecurity company. Um, mm -hmm. They earned a penny a share. They were expected to make two cents a share. So they came in a little miss there. Uh, revenue uh, basically was in line with uh, estimates, maybe a little bit above. Um, so they are, uh, because of that, and they're not traded here in the United States, they are on the uh, Frankfurt Stock Exchange, and they're actually right now trading down about 1.1%. I'd expect cybersecurity to be hot given all the news items of the last year. Uh, you would, you would. Uh, Hey, yeah, you say cybersecurity. This is going to get off track a little bit, Dave. But did you see the article that the guys that sold the six hundred million, whatever cryptocurrency, the other day? Mm -hmm. they, they were just doing it for fun. They they actually gave half of it back. Oh, they gave half that mighty big of them, wasn't it? <laughs> and we still don't know who the Sam Hill they were. I'll bet. No, no, we don't. Hey, another <laughs> one that reported is a company called Santos. Santos, they make those uh, speaker systems, you know, cloud, connected to the cloud. You can run your radios on them and stuff like that. I mean, I, I have one in my office we use for our, our music in our, uh, in our reception area. Uh, they, uh, they had a really good quarter. Uh, they, they made 12 cents a share. Now, that doesn't sound like much, but they, they were expected to lose 17 cents a share. Ooh. Yeah, a nice little swing there for them. And so uh, they're getting a nice little bounce this morning, up almost 10%. Cool. Yep. I want to talk about this one that we're not going to know that recognize the name, but I found it just intriguing as I read their report. The company's called Plantar Technologies. Um, I was thinking it was like the earphone people, but it's not. They are a data analytic company, um, mostly dealing with uh, helping governments analyze data but they've launched out into the public sector, helping public companies with a subscription service. Um, their revenue um, was up like 40% for the quarter. Um, just some huge, huge numbers that they've been doing. And so they're, uh, again, it's called Plantar Technology. And they're up 9% this morning. I just, uh, that's two quarters in a row that their revenue has increased um, by some astronomical number uh, back to back. And so a I new found way that to make, kind of, yeah. A new, a new way to make money. And you're right, that is confusing because I think that's an old brand of a Bluetooth platform that went out of business a few years ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, the last one I want to give you is this one because it's, uh, and I, I don't recognize the name. I'm sure they make something that I eat, but it's called Oots Brand, U-T-Z. They're a snack potato, maker. They're the, potato, they're the potato chip company. That's potato chips. Okay. All right. I, I just didn't recognize that name. Um, they missed their estimates by two cents a share, came in at 13 cents. Revenue beat the forecast, um, and they're seeing continued strong demand for their products. 
but they also expect costs to remain elevated for the rest of this year. Um, and they're just taking it on the chin this morning, Dave. They're down 10% this morning. Wow, I guess the price of potatoes are going up more than I thought, too. Big surprise there, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, what is it? You, you can't hardly buy a bag of potato chips now for less than, what, 5 $6? That's true, and you can't <laughs> just eat just one. I, I, no, wrong brand, sorry. Uh, up on the blue chips yesterday, off a bit on the high-tech stuff yesterday, 45 minutes before we start this morning after kind of a reversal of fortunes on inflation, Philip. What are we looking at? You know, Dave. Right now, it's uh, it's not affected much in the way of the uh, the indexes. They, they're a mixed bag again. We've got the Dow down up, rather. I'm sorry, a tenth of a percent. Um, we've got the S and P 500 flat at basically zero right now, and we've got the Nasdaq down about a tenth of a percent. So it looks to me like we might just have a mixed bag again, like we ended yesterday. Um, Looking at the uh, commodities stuff, though, we've got the silver continues to um, go down. It's down three-quarters of a percent this morning. Gold down almost two-tenths of a percent. Crude oil is heading down. However, it's up over a dollar from where it was yesterday when you and I talked, Dave. It's down 40 cents, or uh, not 40 cents, 40 per, four tenths of a percent. I'll get the words right. Um, to $68.97 a barrel right now. That is becoming a really volatile commodity for reasons sometimes we can't even explain. Overseas markets off day on the China on the, on the Asian rim markets, not really big. The worst one of the bunch was Hong Kong, down three quarters of a point, not very big. Europe is a mixed bag today. Germany and France are up. Great Britain is down halfway through their day. Need help trying to stabilize a retirement fund, especially when things turn around on the news as fast as they did on the inflation front. That messes with investments. How do I find you to be able to add some stability onto my retirement fund, Philip? Devin, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Check out our website, statlerfinancial.com. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. at noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And V will be back here tomorrow, same time on Light FM, with an update up to the minute. Philip, thank you. We'll catch you then, all right? All right, man. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you much. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks. Again, I want to thank you for joining us. We always appreciate you guys uh, uh, following us and checking out our videos. Uh, with that, though, we are pretty much done for the day. Have a great one. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Take care. Bye now.